Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest founded his company on a piece of paste paper in the basement of his twin home. He eventually secured a large contract with the United States Department of Defense to build the system to support its sense and respond logistics surveillance programs. He then successfully transitioned the company into a high growth commercial company by 2010. Please join me in welcoming Alex Warner, founder, chairman, and executive vice president of Pedigree Technology. Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. How are you doing, Peggy? It's been a while. It has been a while, and it's wonderful to have you and to hear your voice. So, uh, Alex, there's probably nobody better than I can think of to talk about what's happening in the transition of the Internet of Things and how it's, it's really responded and, and where it's come from now and, and how it's influencing technology. And now, as we look at it, then to talk to you and GPS, RFID, you've seen it for the last you know, decade. Yeah, um, you know, we, we, we were kind of one of the early stage pioneering companies, and certainly a lot of this technology's been around for a while, but really in the past, you know, seven, eight years, it, it's really grown tremendously, and, and we're starting to see adoption occur um, in a number of different segments, but specifically in construction and, and equipment industries. So let's talk about that. When we see all of this adoption and you see telematics and you see construction, how, how is it that construction companies and a, a host of verticals in, have, have embraced it? Looking at construction in general here, how are they embracing what we talk about these specific technologies? We talk about RFID, GPS, telematics, IoT, what, whatever we want to coin it or talk about this technology. Why can't, should, construction companies say now is the time versus what we did five years ago because I always laugh construction companies always been said that they're laggards and I've always been one and I've been in the construction industry a long time and said they're not they get it they're ones that say I want to wait for other companies to really understand it and then they want to jump in and then they jump in wholeheartedly full force sure Sure. Well, I, you know, I think one of the reasons is because, um, you know, the age-old concepts and technology is it's getting better over time and cheaper, faster, better are now applied to this industry. So even though telematics, for example, has been around for a long time, the costs of telematics, um, the, the data moving over a network, the costs of the hardware to do telematics, the innovation and in applications, the ability to, to log into a, a cloud uh, application and, and get your information from anywhere has, has really kind of joined forces to create a, a, you know, an evolution of value, if you will, that makes it much easier and, and much more uh, value-orientated for companies to adopt. It just things have gotten better, which is so typically we- what happens in the technology industry. And, and, and some technologies, you'll, be, you'll admit, has gotten better and others has, have not. And when we look at this technology, are there different users for different needs and requirements? Is that what makes the technology so unique and, and valuable when we look at construction? Because I don't think any two projects are identical. I always think they have different needs, different you It's not a cookie-cutter kind of approach. 
especially when we talk about what we're seeing today. I mean, that's what makes it so powerful, especially as we see the advancement of technology. Yeah, um, there, you know, the data that can be created from telematics, you know, coming from equipment and machines and, and that are being used every day uh, is, is just tremendous. There's so much information that we can grab. So when you look at, let's say, the, the whole ecosystem, the value chain from the company that manufactures the piece of equipment to the dealers that sell it or the rental companies that rent it down right down to the end users and construction who have bought or, or are using it, they all have different needs for the information. And, you know, examples may be in construction, how can I do better billing on my project by, by managing uh, how often my equipment is running and, and what kind of value I'm getting uh, with the utilization of that equipment, all the way to how can I ensure my equipment is operating carefully and, and if I have issues, how can I, you know, do a first call resolution with a piece of equipment and get it up and get it operational because we have work to do. So everyone can take part in the data coming from these systems, uh, and they all have different needs. And, and we're really starting to see now um, how the different uh, people responsible in the uh, life cycle of that piece of equipment can, can add value to that to keep, keep the guys operational out the field and to drive uh, efficiencies that just weren't possible before. What do you think about things like standards, like the AMP helping out in the adoption and usability of systems? That's something the industry has really struggled on the IoT side, but when we talk about the manufacturing and, and construction side of what we're seeing, we're seeing things advance a little differently. Is, will that help the construction side much more? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the construction industry and the AEMP have, have really taken a lead if you will, in the Internet of Things by, by trying to create standards. Um, there's so much information that can flow from these different pieces of equipment. And what a lot of uh, organizations are looking for uh, is a term called convergence. They, they have different needs uh, associated with the information flowing from that equipment. Um, and that information needs to flow into systems like accounting systems and bidding systems and, and, and uh, or even aftermarket solutions that are providing them more visibility into numerous types of equipment. And when you create a standard where it's easy for that data to flow, um, it not only um, provides value to everyone in the, in the commercial, uh, you know, in the, in the ecosystem, but it also... Um, spurns innovation or creates innovation. Um, so folks that, you know, let's say they come up with a new type of device that could um, ensure uh, safety uh, uh, is going on, like a pre-inspection on a piece of equipment, you know, um, or a, a sensor that provides uh, a better information on how someone is uh, performing their task. Well, when you create standards, uh, that everyone understands how it's all going to work together, uh, the innovation can occur that adds more value to the customer. And I think that's a really, really important thing, and I, I, I'm, I'm glad that the construction industry has taken a lead in that. When you use the word convergence, is it a convergence of industries coming together or a convergence of, of the idea of standards coming together? How are you defining that? 
Well, it's, it's kind of one of those nebulous terms, but, but it, it really encompasses a lot of things. It can be convergence of industries coming together. It can be convergence of information coming together. But let, let's take a use case. I grew up on a, on a commercial farm. And, you know, if I went and counted all the types and brands of, of, of equipment that we had from irrigation and sprayers and, and uh, tractors and trucks and trailers, and now that we can get information from all these kinds of equipment, the operator who wants to, to run a tidy operation wants to see all that in, in kind of like a single system, if you will, um, and and so in that sense, you also talk about convergence right at the software level, where they can see everything that's important to their operation, and basically with that information can solve the same old business problems, you know, operation efficiencies, supply chain, service chain, when I can get more information from all the things I own that are adding value to my, uh, uh, you know, daily business life. Um, we can solve the same old business problems much faster. Uh, and if it's, if it's in a sort of a converged system, um, then it's easier and less unwieldy to, to work with. So I think the standards will help drive that sort of, um, you know, meaning of life portal where people can see their entire operations online. We're seeing a lot of technologies come together, but do you see any hiccups that might interrupt this innovation or further adoption of either standards or technology innovation? Well, I think all the, all the uh, organizations involved in telematics, from the IoT technology companies and solution companies to the original equipment manufacturers themselves, and, and very specifically, the end users, be they dealers or, or, constru- or construction organizations, um, need to continue to work together, and standards, standards drives that. Um, you know, the, it wasn't long ago when it was just kind of cool, if you will, to just be able to do these things. Now we need to turn all this data coming from this equipment into solving the everyday problems, kind of moving beyond GPS, if you will, into the business applications that, that really drive uh, adoption. And as long as, as everyone in the ecosystem is working together, um, I think that great innovation can, can occur. I mean, one, one group that still I haven't seen enter aggressively yet, though they're talking about it, is the enterprise resource planning or the ERP systems, um, you know, which is the lifeblood of, in terms of software for many, many organizations and how they can use the information coming from uh, your equipment and, and things out in the field to uh, drive efficiencies that way. So this sort of convergence and standards, I, I think, will, will not only kind of provide a seamless environment for the customers, but also help, again, solve those business problems, especially if we, we stay focused on the end user needs. Well, Alex, we're out of time, but I want to thank you for joining us, and I wish you and Pedigree Technologies much success. Thanks again. Thanks, Peggy. All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. We've got more to come right here on ConExpo, ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back.
Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. You've heard me bragging about Progressive Medical Center and how they've helped me feel so much healthier. But one thing, Dr. Agoli, that a lot of people come to you with is just unexplained pain. They just can't get any relief. Why can Progressive Medical Center's Pain Management Center help them? First of all, we have to acknowledge that pain is for real and you've got acute pain and chronic pain. Here's the problem. That acute pain turns to chronic, which is longstanding, and no one's getting to the root cause. There's several key diagnostic components that help us get to the root of what's causing this pain. Is it inflammation? Once we do a thorough evaluation to get the root cause determine if it's structural or if it's a metabolic issue. And this way, we put an individualized program for pain management involving correcting the spine, using certain injections when necessary, and we get our patients out of pain quicker and they stay out of pain because we teach them how to live their life well. Don't let yourself live in pain any longer. Get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today at ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. Progressive Medical, this is your life, live it well. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. 